I mean, I remember my first comrades, I, I sat down by the roadside, three kilometers to the finish. It was an uprun. So just as I came in, into Peter Maurice Bear, three kilometers, I mean, I could even see the signs, I could hear the cheer at the stadium. And of course, people along the route as well were cheering. But I was so tired, I sat down by the roadside and I said, that's enough. I'm not going any further than this. Feeling sorry for myself. And after 20, 20 minutes of sitting down, I decided, let me just drag myself at least to get to the finish. Um, and then I finished, I finished my first comrades. Welcome to episode 10 of the podcast. My guest today is Wandi Sile Nogondwana. Wandi is an ASICS frontrunner and describes himself as a social runner. Wandi Sile has 12 comrades under his belt, with seven of them being silver medals and a best time of 6 hours 39 minutes. In this interview, we talk about how Wandi got into running and the mental skills required for conquering the Backyard Ultra as well as his plans for the future. Here's my chat with Wandi. Hi Wandi, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hi Linda, um, thank you so much for having me. I'm great, thanks. And how are you doing? I'm good, thank you for joining. Um, how's, how's the day? How's the running going? Well, yeah, it's winter now, so... Um, the days are becoming dark, you know, yeah. very evenings are quite darker. Um, and also even in the afternoons as well. So I try and slot in my training later in the morning, you know, or early in, in the afternoon. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been going okay. It's been going okay. It could be better. It could be better. You know, I, I, I think I'm blaming it all in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Winter is hard for all of us. I promise you. Yeah, look, I think, I, th- I think for me is is that sometimes when you don't have um, much motivation goes towards to work, to work goes to to work towards. Yeah. It, it, it become it becomes more difficult. You know, I mean, I mean, probably around about this time on normal years, we'll probably be taping towards comrades, you know, things like that. So, yeah. so I, think, I think with the fact that, you know, we are in the COVID times, it just makes it more difficult as well. Yeah, there's definitely a void uh, because comrades is missing. I can, I can see everyone is just a bit despondent, especially now because this is the period. Exactly, you know. And again, I mean, I think, I think last year we... We kind of understood, yeah. Um, even though it was announced late that there won't be comrades, but we understood and we we're hopeful, you know. Um, and um, but unfortunately, you know, we're still in the same situation as we were in last year. But at least there's hope. There's definitely hope. Yeah, I think it it has dragged on for too long. But like you say, without hope, what do we have? True. No, no, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah. So Wendy, tell us about yourself. Um, 
You know, my first, the first time I heard about you was through Liesl. Uh, okay. I think, but that was years ago. <laughs> I think it's when you, you ran the New York Marathon. So I, I don't know much about you. I'm sure audience okay. would also like to know. So tell us about yourself. Okay. okay. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, I'd like to see myself as a more as, as, as a social runner. Social runner in the sense that I, I enjoy running. Um, it has it has become lifestyle to me uh, more than anything else. Um, also, it has become a way of you know just being out there and having a, a me time. So I started running years back. I've I've done twelve comrades now and twelve two oceans. Wow! And all of those I've done them back to back. So I've never had a gap year since I started up until 2019 and then COVID-19 came, which is 2020 and 2021. So prior then, uh, yeah, I've ran about 12 comrades. Um, and then in those comrades, I've got um, seven silvers. Okay. Um, time, my best time being 6.39 on the down run in 2019. And my best time on the up run in 2017 uh, with 7.05. Okay. Uh, and in those, so in, in, the, in those seven, seven silvers, the first one that I had was in 2010. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, my terms were not consistent. But I, I mean, I changed my, my training. Uh, I got more focused. I enjoyed running more. So I do a lot of running, road running. Mm-hmm. I've done marathons both locally and overseas. I've run from London to Paris. I've run London Marath- uh, uh, Paris Marathon. I've run um, Chicago in 2019. I've run Toronto. I've run Frankfurt in Germany. I've run Washi 100 miler locally uh, two times, um, 2017 and 2019. In both those, I came second. Okay. And um, and yeah, I mean, I've so so yeah, I've I'm enjoying running. I'm enjoying running. I've done, like I said, I've done twelve two oceans as well. So I've always done comrades and two oceans um, together. I've I've never missed one. Yeah. And the way it started, it was two oceans started off as a long run. Um, because. When I started running and preparing for comrades, then I was told that I must at least do one long run uh, over 50, 50 and above. Yeah. And fortunately, at the time, Omdi Dam was closed um, in Cape Town. Um, um, I got in. And then, yeah, that's how I managed to basically, and I enjoyed both races. So I've just continued running both of them. In Cape Town, I've got a 358 at two oceans so i've got one silver there um mm-hmm. it's a very very difficult silver i must say <laughs> well <laughs> it is it is i mean the closest that i got was the 358 um silver medal and then the others were about 408 you know 405 um yeah. yeah i'm still i'm still hopeful for that one okay hopefully when uh things open up yeah, so wait when did you start running and why did you start? So I started running 
So I started running, I'll say, um, two, 2006, 2006. And well, prior to that, I used to go to the gym, you know, work out. Yeah. But then 2006, 2007, um, the company that I was working for at the time was participating in what was then the APSA Relay. Um, so each company would form a, a, a relay team that would participate. So I was one of the relay team members. Um, and it was because I used to go to the gym in a last sport. So when they said, ah, okay, we're going to form a team for the company, you know, who wants to come, like, okay, cool, I'm interested. Yeah. So, um, and then I started off, I did a five-kilometer leg. Um, and then when I got to the end of that leg, about to hand over the baiting to one of the team members, he was not there. <laughs> so <laughs> I with me and, and there was a leg that was supposed to be run by him, but he was not there. So I had to run that extra leg and give it to the next guy. And I thought, I mean, after that, then I thought, hmm, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I enjoy the vibe, I enjoy the people. And one of my friends, um, that was working that I was working with in the same company. So I said, no, man, you should try Comrades. I'm like, nah, not, not, not me. But, um, but I mean, to cut the long story short, I mean, that's how I started running. He encouraged me to, to do Comrades. Mm-hmm. So literally, I mean, I did my first Comrades, but before that, and I think he tricked me because, <laughs> because he said to me, you know what? I think you should run Comrades. So I got excited about comrades after having a chat with him. Yeah. One thing he didn't tell me was that I must run a marathon to qualify to run for comrades. You know, so now, so now um, here I am signed up for comrades and then realizing that I need to run a marathon so that I can run comrades. I started training um, and then I ran one of the marathons then Vodacom, it was called Vodacom somewhere um, in the Voda world. Um, so I did that. I did, I think, 450 something. That was sufficient for me to qualify for comrades. So that's how I started. It was, it was literally a treadmill at the gym um, to 5K, and then from there, which ended up being 16Ks. And then, and then yeah, from there, I decided, okay, you know, let me just try this. And then I ran my first comrades and I said, okay, you know what? That's it. I've done. Yeah. You know, and that's it. I'm not coming back. I've done my views. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then after, after all of that, I mean, you, I mean, I remember my first comrades, I, I sat down by the roadside three kilometers to the finish. It was an up run. So just as I came in, into Peter Maurice back, three kilometers, I mean, I could even see the signs, I could hear the cheer at the stadium. And of course, people along the route as well were cheering. But mm-hmm. I was so tired, I sat down by the roadside and I said, that's enough. I'm not going any further than this. Mm-hmm. I started feeling sorry for myself. And after 20, 20 minutes of sitting down, I decided, let me just drag myself at least to get to the finish. 
Um, and then I finished, I finished my first comrades um, at 9, 9.54 in 2008. So that was my first comrades. After three months, um, comrades, and then I hear that there's a back-to-back -back medal. You haven't done comrades if you haven't done back-to-back. -back. And then you're <laughs> going to run the second one. And then when you finish, you're going to get two medals for one race because the other one is for completing the back-to-back -back and the other one is for finishing the comrades. But then for you to get a back-to-back -back medal, you must make sure that you finish, you know, your second comrades. So I went back in 2009 and I did my back-to-back. -back. I did 807. Um, and, then, and then from there, I thought, okay, fine, maybe I can do five. <laughs> I mean, since then, you know, it just continued, just continued. And, and every, every year, every year that I run comrades, I'll say, I'm not coming back again. Every year? And every year, every year, every year. I mean, the, I, think, I think the only time that, or the only year that I said to myself, I'm definitely coming back was after finishing my ninth one. Then I said, okay, fine, I'm going back to do my 10th. And after my 10th, I'm going to run one more just to run on my green number because I've worked so hard for my green number. So I can't just get a green number and not come back and run comrades. So that was my, um, so I ran my 11th one. And then from there, guess what? In 2019, I was there at the start line again. <laughs> first one. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is with, I think, I think with, with, with comrades, is that either you enjoy comrades or you don't enjoy it. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm using enjoying in a very um, conservative way because it's not the enjoyment because it's fun, um, it's nice, it's a feel good, you know, that kind of thing. No, it's actually, it's actually enjoying the fact that you know the pain that came with this I don't enjoy the pain. Yeah. I enjoy what brought the pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoy what brought the pain, but I don't enjoy the pain itself, you know? So, so yeah, but, but other than that, um, yeah, I've been running since 2008 and I'm still at it. I've done, well, I know I've mentioned a lot of road, but I've done trailers as well. Yes. Um, yeah, 2000, and that's how I met Lizzo. Mostly, I met Lisa at Westcliff Stairs. Yes. And yeah, we, you know, we were going up and down there and we literally encouraging each other. You know, I mean, Westcliff Stairs are, are tough for anyone for that matter. Yeah. So you know, I met up with Lisa and, and we had a chat and we just kept on encouraging each other, you know, going up the stairs up until we did our work out. And yeah, and, and since then, um, yeah, we we're really good friends. Um, I've run the Renberg Harriers races a couple of times. I've mm -hmm. assisted up one hour bus for the 10K. Um, I I just I just enjoy running. I really enjoy running. Yeah, um, I always laugh because you're not the first person with a comrade story. Everyone is like, do it once, just do it once. So I haven't <laughs> done it yet, and everyone is like, just do it once. But once yeah. you've done it once, then you have to do the back-to-back. -back. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, and, and the thing is, you know, sometimes, um, so, so what happened was that in 20, 2010, remember it was the year of the World Cup? Yes. So I did my, my, my first one in 2008, and then I came back for the back-to-back -back 2010, which is a down run. Mm -hmm. um, was, was, my first one was, was the up run. So it was a down run. And then 2010, it was, it was another down run again, because, you know, South Africa at that time was going through the whole um, 2010 World Cup celebration and encouraging everyone to go and do comrades. Um, so, so literally it was an up run, a down run and a down run. Yeah. And that's when I got my first, my, my, my first silver um, when, when in 2010, when I did, did um, the second down run. Yeah. And then you, you were hooked. You know you're going yeah. to run it for the rest of your life. <laughs> Just accept it. What do you think? I think right about now, you're definitely right. Eh? You're definitely right. Um, and, and, and the thing is, with, with, with comrades, or, and, and for me specifically, like any other race, um, I mean, for, for example, when I did my, my, my best time, um, in, in, in 2018, I did 639. Yeah. The down run. And I, I came position. This is the very, very first time that I'm mentioning a position in comrades. <laughs> so <laughs> I, came, I came position 100. And, and I thought to myself, hmm, maybe, maybe a 630 is possible. Yes. You know, um, so... So there's always there's always something that you want to go and fix at comrades because it's the same route. Well, it changes from year to year because it's an up and down, you know. So, but but you you got you got to, you gotta you gotta go back and and think of what is that I've missed and didn't do the last time I ran the down run. Maybe it's time for me to go back. But you can only do that after the second year. <laughs> 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 because the following year is going to be the opposite, it's going to go the opposite direction. So you don't have a time to make up. Yeah. And, 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 and that was one of the reasons, you know, whenever people are asking me, so what is, what is your toughest um, comrade? I mean, 2019, uh, fast forward, 2019 was one of, I think, my incredible years that I'm so grateful to God for. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was one of, the 10 A6 front runners that ran from London uh, to Paris. Yeah. Uh, over 10 days. We, we basically ran 10 marathons. So we were running approximately a marathon every day. Some, some, some days were longer than the others, but on average, it was about a marathon. Um, by the time, on the 10th day, that is where we finish off with Paris Marathon. And we finish with that. I finish off Paris. We did that. We did Paris in 434 um, mm -hmm. as a um, And then on the Monday, I came back. Uh, Tuesday, I went straight to Cape Town. The following Saturday, I was running two oceans. Um, and when I did two oceans, I did that in 408. It was basically the time that I was hoping that I was going to do a silver. So, yeah. And and then within a month after that, it was comrades. Now, because I had 
six silvers, um, you know, prior to 2019, I thought, you know what, if I can just have one more silver just to make it seven. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, for me, seven is a very significant number. But, um, but when I, you know, when I run Comrades, because I ran so much over a short period of time, I mean, 450 kilometers in 10 days, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And to recover from that, because Comrades, if you're going to do well in Comrades, you require both endurance and speed. Yes, you do. You know, um, so it can't be one or the other. So the endurance was there because of the mileage I did, but I didn't have much speed. So much that Comrades, Comrades 2019 is one of the medals that I cheer so much. Because at some point, I saw the silver fading away. Yeah. I thought, going it up until, I think after climbing Polish shots, then I decided it's either do or die. Let me just, even if I fall, let me just fall when I cross that finish line. Um, yeah. I finally finish my runs, you know, with my jump. At 20, 20, uh, 2019, there was not even a jump at the finish. <laughs> that was just <laughs> my, my comrades' time in 2019 was seven hours, 28 minutes, 18 seconds. So I was just, just, just made it by yeah. one, one minute, 42 seconds. You know, which is which is probably a lot, um, but but when you've been suffering, you know, during your run, you know, it feels like it's not much. It was a small margin. Yeah. Compared wow. to the other times and uh, that that I've ran comrades with for my silver days. So you you literally yeah. had to dig deep for that one. So I I see yeah. what you mean when you say it means a lot to you. It was, I had to dig deep. I had to pray a lot. I had to, you know, everything. Yeah. I, I was like, Lord, just, just, Lord, just, 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 just this one, you know? And yeah, like I said, the thing is, once you miss your target time at Comrade, you have another year in between to make up for that time. Yeah. If let's say I had missed my, my silver in 2019, and if things were normal, I would only have this year to try and redeem myself from that time. Because last year would have been a down run, yeah. which I wanted, you know, as making up for the up run. So I normally compare my up runs with the up run and down runs with the down runs. So had I missed my, my silver that year, it meant that I would have had to wait for another, you know, two more years for me yeah. to make up that. So, so yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was one of my precious med medals ever. So yeah. I'm going to segue and ask, first of all, I, I know you mentioned that you're an A6 front runner. What does that mean? Uh, like to someone like me, who's just seen the word, what does that actually mean? So, so A6 front runner, is basically uh, an ambassador for, for ASICs. Okay. That's, the, that, that's a short version of it. However, not just ambassadors, but we are people that encourage and motivate other people to move as well um, by what we do. So you could be a runner, for example, 
or you could be a yoga instructor, uh, you could, could, could be a triathlete, um, you know, but as long as you can encourage, uh, as long as you move, number one, mm-hmm. so encouraging other people to move as well and to be active. So that's what, uh, that's what you know, front runners do. Um, so we do that in the communities where we are. We, you don't have to be an elite or a super fast person to be an access front runner. You'll be surprised that um, even the age difference, uh, we've got, you know, people that have that are um, currently on retirement age, you know, over 60. Uh, we've got as young as 20 plus um, uh, runners um, or front runners who are part of that. Um, one of the members that I ran with from London to Paris, Olga, she's from Russia. Uh, she, she's, she was 65, um, so strong. So yeah. basically, front runners are basically ASICS ambassadors. We inspire and encourage movement in the communities where we're at. But, um, but yeah, there's also a part where ASICS values, uh, which is ASICS motto, um, sound mind, sound body. So, so basically, we believe that once you have uh, a, a sound mind um, in a sound body, um, it kind of completes you as a person. And for you to be able to achieve such, one of the ways is by movement. Um, and that's what ASICS does and what ASICS believes is to encourage and inspire people to move. Okay, yeah. thank you for explaining that. Um, I understand it a bit better now. And then, so, and then I'm going to ask you about the Backyard Ultra. Yep. So basically a Backyard Ultra, from my understanding, is you have to run, is it 6.144 kilometers every hour? That's correct. Um, so so Backyard, um, backyard Ultra, um, it's, it, is, it is a loop. Um, it's about, yeah, it's about 6.7. Oh, okay. Yeah, 6.7 meters, uh, about 4.167 miles. Yeah. Um, and to run that loop over that, 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 that distance under an hour, okay? Mm-hmm. And then every hour, we start again. So... Once you finish the time between the, the hour and the time that you finish, that's your resting time. You can basically do anything. If, for example, you finish Backyard Ultra in 46 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. So between 46 um, minutes and 57, um, that's your time that you rest, eat, do anything that you want to do. Um, and I'm saying 57 because three minutes before the top of the hour, the bell will ring three times to remind everyone to come to the start. Yeah. And then two minutes, and then one minute, and then from there it will be a countdown. So you must be at the start of at the start line um, by the hour, and you start and, and you continue, right? Mm-hmm. If it so happened that 
walking towards the, the start line by the by the start of the hour, then you are off. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So it, it is a shift. So you do that. You do as many laps as you can, mm -hmm. and as to push yourself. That's one part. Another part is that once you have decided that you've done enough, then you ring a bell to tap out. And then, you know, and that will be it. Or uh, you run as long as there is someone else who is running. And, and also you are still able to continue as well with that particular person. So, so should any of you decide that is the end, then the person that is left, that hasn't tapped out, must run an extra lap um, to be declared as the last man standing. Otherwise, it would have been a tie, basically, because you've ran and finished a lap. So that is one part. So you run, you finish a lap together. Yeah. Then I tap out. Then you go and, fit and run a, an extra lap to be declared as the last man standing. Oh, right? okay. Okay. Yeah. And, okay. Then, and then the second part is that if let's say both of us started a lap and then somewhere in the middle of the lap, I decide that that is it. And then I cut the lap short. Then you will be the winner because we have run a full lap alone. Whereas I've, give, uh, I've basically stopped before the end of that lap. And then, and then the third part is if let's say I ran a lab, but then I ran it more than an hour, then yeah. I'll be the winner. So, so that's basically yeah, the long and short, the long and short of it. Okay, so this concept of the backyard ultra here in South Africa is they've decided to have four of these races, right? Five. Um, yes. Yeah. So the first one was the one they had at Van Halen. That's correct, yes. And that's the one that uh, you won. Okay, so we'll, we'll basically touch each of them as we go. So yes. I'm sorry. Oops, sorry. I touched my mic by mistake. So how many how many loops did you do? So um, so Van Halen was the first one, mm -hmm. um, which we did. We are about 83, 83 runners um, that were there. Yeah. And, um, we ran basically from 7 a.m. on Saturday and um, until I, I did 31, 31 laps, which amounted to about 208 um, kilometers in total. A lap, when I'm saying to you that it's 31 laps, it's actually literally 31 hours from 7 a.m. up until the following day um, at about... 11, um, even throughout midnight. Um, so, 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 um, and then I did 31 on those. Um, mm -hmm. As I explained earlier on, um, from lap 19, I think lap 19, lap 20, it was just the two of us. Um, and then we ran, we continued running together um, up until lap 31. And then on lap 31, we both started, but then the other guy did not finish lap 31. So by the time I finished, um, he had stopped in the middle of that lap. So I had a full lap 
that I had finished, and that made me a winner. Uh, who was and, the other guy? Uh, Rian. Okay. Uh, Rian, yes. Okay. And then, and then, and then the second one was in in Cape Town, mm -hmm. uh, which I went to as well that I participated in. Mm -hmm. um, that one we we did uh, 21, 21 laps. And in this one in Cape Town, um, it was another Rian, but he was he's he's from Cape Town as well. We mm -hmm. ran together, we ran the 20th lap together and we finished together under an hour. But then at the end of that 20th lap, he decided that that was his last lap. And then I had to run an extra lap to be declared the winner, which was the 20, um, the, um, the 21st lap, basically. Okay. Uh, so, so, so I ran Van Halen and I won that one. And then Cape Town, uh, I won that one too. There's another one coming up in 26th of June mm -hmm. in Deben. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to do that one. I'll see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but, but I mean, it's, it's a very, very interesting race in that it makes you to, to see yourself pushing and pushing much further than you normally do. You know, one of the great things about backyard is the fact that, you know, people are used to running, for example, 21 kilometers. They've never gone beyond 21. Um, and then they just want to do just maybe to 30 kilometers, for example. Yeah. You know, and others have ran 21, but they've never ran an ultra. Um, so they just want to do an ultra in that. And, 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 and the fact that it's not, it's not about speed, it's about how many times can you run under an hour and still continue. So yeah, you know, it is, it is, it is very interesting. I, I actually, actually enjoy it. But with, with Becky, you never know how far you can go up until, because, because it's not fast. Mm -hmm. So when you start off, you feel like, you know what? I think I can go longer and go longer and go longer. But yeah. the breaks in between um, does have an in effect on you know how many times you can go because you run under an hour, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, you have to rest, stop, and then start again. Um, the most difficult part is throughout the night because usually there's less people that are there, you know, to support and cheer. Mm -hmm. It's quite lonely um, and all of that. So so yeah, it is it is it is quite challenging. It's really challenging. I I've did this thing called the Goggins Challenge where you it's the same distance, I think, maybe not, maybe a bit less, but you do uh, you do it once every four hours. And my okay, coach okay. my coach for 48 hours. So basically for the whole weekend, every four hours you start and you do your loop wherever you choose to do it. But what I, what I found hard, like you say, is the idea of stopping and starting is, is, it seems like a great idea, but once you stop at some mm. point, starting again is literally the hardest thing, especially between midnight and 4am that yep. period. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It is. It is really, really hard. I mean, when I ran um, in Cape Town, for the first time, I ran exactly on my 21st lap, around about uh, 3 a.m., 2 a.m., the summer day. And the quietness and the stillness of the night 
it was just too quiet, you know? I mean, the previous labs were not many. I think we were lab, lab 18, we were about four, lab 19, we were three, and then lab 20, we were two. But the fact that there were some people who were there as well, you know, running with, I think that, make it, that made it better. But then when you just stay on your own and alone, it was, it, was just, it was just too quiet and too scary. But at least it was a last lap. Yeah. <laughs> I think the most comforting part, it was just the last, last lap. But like you said, you know, the stopping and the starting, it definitely has an, an impact in terms of how, you know, the continued and how far you can go. Um, and also, you know, um, and how much your body can take. You know, yeah. it's amazing how, because you're not going fast, um, but then you go, you you're going longer in terms of distance. Um, you you, you know, normally, you know, I normally say that at comrades, yeah, it's about ninety kilometers. But you know, you are starting and you're gonna go and end. You stop when you're gonna have water break and stuff. But you don't sit down every hour and stop. Yeah. Every hour stop every hour and stop in fact at, at backyard even that stopping just as you know what can this thing be over like i can 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 it be over i am tired of these stops you just feel like can i just continue and just keep running because yeah. i know i've done comrades i'm sure i can continue running but it's not about that you know it's about how you can handle those stops and starts. What's your trick for mentally being able to not give up? Just having that, let me just do one more lap. You know what? For me, the same way as I tackle races, whether it's comrades or marathons, you know, when I'm doing an ultras, normally, I normally say to myself, you know what, one, it's just have small milestone. Don't think about, I mean, a lot of people would come to me um, in Cape Town, for example, because I had already done 31 labs in yeah. Van Gaal. So some of the people come, came to me and asked me, so how many labs are you planning to do? Oh. And, and, and my answer, and it was honest. I said, I don't know. I don't have a plan to do 50 or 20. I don't have a plan. I just have a plan to do one more lab. Yes. That, that's, that's all I want. I just want to do one more lap and, and that's it. And, and because you don't know how your body will respond from the time that you start up until you do your last lap, you can only go as far as your next lap is going to take you. So, so for me, um, what, what works for me is, okay, can I just do this lap, finish it, and see how I feel, you know. And yes, compared to Van Halen's, uh, Van Halen's on my 28th lap, I was ready to give up. I said to myself, this is not necessary. I don't have anything to prove to anyone. I am tired. I am, and I was cramping. Yeah. And, that, and at that time I had about 180 kilometers um, on my legs already. And I thought, that's it. You know, and I just sat there and I prayed and some other guys, you know, they helped me to try and massage my legs. And they said to me, okay, Wendy, just try and get to 200. Okay, just go and try and do 200. 
And I thought to myself, 200 means I must do at least two laps, you know, or three laps for me to get to 200. I don't think I'm, I'm able to, to run three laps, you know. But guess what? Um, I stood up and, and I did my uh, 29th lap. I came back and again stopped and then I continued again up until my 31st lap. So, so there's really no, there is no, there is no silver bullet to saying this is how you're going to do it. Because literally I could have given up at Fanfalens. I could have given up. I was close to giving up. Um, but you know what, that, that mindset change. Um, and also remembering that it is not about going fast because to be honest, you can run that lap and finish that lap at in 59 minutes, for example. But as long as at the start of the next lap, you are at the start line. So you, you could basically run continuously, finishing at 59 minutes the whole time. Um, but as long as you're going to be able to run the next lap. So for me, it, it, it's those things that that came to mind. And also, I mean, one thing that is important, which you know, I've, I've seen with myself and I've learned with myself as well, is to try and find what is the best way of eating in between. That was going to be my next question was how did exactly. you manage your nutrition? Yes, exactly. So how do you manage your nutrition at what intervals and all of that? So, so what I did for me, and I found that, that it worked well was, if I try to have something solid, um, every two hours, and that could be a sandwich um, or a banana that I would have. And then in between, I'll have my gels, I'll have um, 32 GI hydrate uh, for cramp and cramp assault. Um, I'll have my protein recovery. But every two, every two labs, I'll try and have something solid. Now, now, during that, if let's say on that lab, I'm planning to have something solid, then I'm going to run that lab fast. Mm-hmm. I'll finish that lab, let's say, in 44 minutes and then have five minutes to eat um, and, and rest. And then the following two labs are what I would call them recovery labs. So I'll run those labs nice and slow, 50 minutes, 52 minutes, just to let the food digest, you know, digest. And then again, I'll start, and then on, a, on the third lap or fourth lap, then I'll go a bit faster because I don't want to eat something solid and it's a countdown going for a run immediately after. You know, I need to sit and, and then have a bit of a rest before I actually start the next lap. Okay. Okay, I like that. And mm. um, what about your crew? Because, um, you know, you just said the guys said, Wandy, just try to get to 200. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, sort yeah. of other support do they provide? Were they rubbing your legs? And how do you choose who you, you bring with to these things? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so the Van Hollens was, was um, much, you know, in terms of, you know, support and the crew was much better because, um, some of the guys that I, w- I was running with. In fact, how backyard, how I ran backyard 
I was there in prep. I was, I, I planned to run backyard because I was supporting one of the guys who was going to do fundraising by running backyard. It was never my intention to run backyard. So one of the guy coolly, so he was going to, he, he wanted to run 15 laps, um, which is going to amount to 100 Ks. And he was raising funds uh, for a water project. Um, so I thought, okay, fine, my friend, I'm going to come and join. So, so we had a group of five um, uh, team members who were going to do Backyard Ultra in support of that. Okay. Um, so, 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 so it was a big group, right? And then we had friends that said, you know what, we're going to come and we're going to camp and then we're going to assist you guys uh, plus what you need. Um, you know, bring up your staff. So we had a full support, if I put it that way. And so it was good because they knew what I wanted in terms of my nutrition. Some of them, they finished at about, uh, they did 10, 10 laps, which is about 67Ks, um, others 11, you know, in between. So, so in terms of support, I mean, they really, really provided me great support both from you know stretching me, helping me, um, you know, and also preparing me, uh, preparing for me uh, my food, things that I would eat. Um, so so that like they were very very supportive. And so and also I mean just other people as well who were, who have who were running who were part of the who were participants, and who were there. Most of them, after they they've tapped out. They didn't leave and go to their respective homes. No, they stayed and cheered us who were still running. <laughs> you know, so the most amazing things with runners as well. Even though they had kept out and they finished, um, they still stayed and supported us. Um, it's only throughout the midnight and going to the following day that they went to sleep. Mm -hmm. Following day at Van Halen's and others woke up and, you know, about six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning, you know, they came cheering us um, to go and, and, and keep going. Cape Town was different because I was there on my own. Yeah. Um, so literally, the good thing about Cape Town was the fact that from Van Halen's, I had learned on what I need and when I need. So mm -hmm. I had my and I had my pre-prepared uh, pre meal, uh, my sandwiches, um, bananas, oranges, uh, my 32GI all mixed up. So I had everything basically. I prepared everything by myself on Friday yeah. and um, and I just kept it there. So every time I finished, then I'll go to my tent and have something to eat, um, have something to drink. Um, so I was, yeah, I was basically, and then a friend of mine from Cape Town um, came later um, late evening on, 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 on Saturday and he brought some stuff as well. But, uh, but like I said, it's, you need, if ever, you know, you're thinking of going there with people that are gonna support you. It is really, really a huge task and a huge responsibility from, for them because they need to make sure that you eat. Because there were times where I felt that, ah, man, I think I'm okay eat on the next one you know and but i mean the guys would say to me you know what Randy, have something even if now it's no longer 
like a, a, a sandwich, it could be half of it, but have something. Some, somewhere as you are running in the lab at about, as you realize, Yo, I'm hungry and I'm running out of energy, you know? But then when you started, you didn't feel that. So you need those people who are gonna say, and who are gonna remind you and say, you know what, Wendy, um, have something to eat. Like I said, I mean, Cape Town is a bit different, but, but it, is, it is really, you need people that are gonna be there um, for you and watch out. And, and, and even from, and, and not just from a point of view, but you know, motivation and encouraging, um, you know, as you're going, because to be honest, it, it can be, it can, you can easily get demotivated, stop, not because you're tired, but it's just because, you know, ah, you know what's the point? Um, I, I have to say, I'm just thinking now, so I guess you're, you actually acquired a good skill, but you probably already know this because you, you've run washi and stuff that when you're running big distances, like a hundred miles, eating is such a big part of it. And a lot of people struggle because they don't eat and then it comes back to bite them. But this backyard ultra, now you sort of got an idea of eating and all that. It's, it's actually quite good. So yeah. Durban, when is the Durban one? <laughs> it's on the 26th, yeah, it's on the 26th of June. Okay, um, so it's a whole yeah. month away. Yeah, so it's, it's a whole month away. I saw, I, I'm, I'm going to be cheeky. I saw somewhere on social media, they were like, Wendy's winning the whole thing so far. We've got our eye on him. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure at all. <laughs> Look no, I, I'm saying I saw it somewhere on social media. It was. To be honest, um, winning it would be great. It's yeah. always great to win, right? Um, for, for me, doing these long ultras is more of a personal journey and a personal fulfillment, yeah. more than itself. Like I said, I always try and say, you know, how far can I go? You know, Lord, these legs, how far can they carry me? You know, and I was talking to one of my friends um, and I was saying to him, you know, even when I was doing the one in Cape Town, you know, one of the most things that I enjoy is the interaction with people that are there, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, that connection, because you are there literally minimum, minimum eight hours uh, together, you know, establishing those relationships. Um, I mean, today I've got friends that I've made from those backyard ultras that I, you know, I, I chat with. So, so for me, it, it is that those are the things that I cherish more and that are more rewarding. And also to encourage other people to run further than they normally do. And I mean, I, I literally in Cape Town, in, in, in the first two, three laps, I was running with my phone, taking photos, you know, starting from the back and just enjoying and just having fun, you know? Yeah. Because, like I said, for me, those are the most uh, things that I cherish more. Um, it's the human interaction more than the win itself. So if ever, if ever win comes, there's no doubt um, I'm going to celebrate that. What I celebrate more are the steps towards those wins, is those laps that I, I run and those people that I spend with, um, and uh, I mean, running with 
you know, during those laps. So yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the next one. I'm gonna miss, I'm gonna miss, I'm gonna miss the last one because I've got, I've got Boston and New York coming up. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, so so I'm gonna miss the last one, but um, but yeah, I mean, even if, for example, the one in Durban or PE, I don't win, but I know that. I'm gonna come back fulfilled because of the people that I that I've met, and also being at the places that I've never been, you know. And that's where this this backyard ultra is taking us to. You know, I've I've never been, I've never been to to wine farms in the Western Cape, which is where I was, and I just saw the route now in in Deben. It's along the beach, you know, or rather some some, some part of it. So, so it's places that uh, I've never been at. It's Blythdale Coastal Estate. Um, that's where we will be at, and I've never, I've never been there. So those are things that I, I, I enjoy. I, I, I enjoy running, and I enjoy the place that it takes us to. I think that's so true. Is um, running is the community aspect very important and you do see so much more than you would see if you were not running. Even if you visit a city and you run in that city, you get to know the city more than if you didn't run it. So we're very fortunate, really. And so you mentioned that you ran trail as well. Which other trail um, races have you done apart from these backyard ultras? So so I've done um, Golden Gate, run which is a three-day trail run yeah. in Harris. That was actually my first trail in 2011. I so that was my first trail and I won that one. I've done three cranes. Um I've done African X this year. Um oh, it was, yes yeah doing, it was my second time doing African X. Um yeah I've done I mean local ones like here in Taba Trails that we've had, um, Club Refer, Spec, Nature, uh, Reserve. I've, I've run those trails as well. Um, I, haven't done, I haven't done ultras on trail, like I do um, anything more than a single. You know, I've done Mount Oxosis, okay. Mount, uh, the 50K one. Um, I think that's the longest trail, um, single trail that I've ever done. So those are the most trails that I've done. And and I think one of the things with with, with as well um, this year, especially, I've done to I've I've combined a lot of my training with trail as well, and yeah. that's been good. Yeah. Um, are we seeing you at Wild Joburg then? Um, uh, Wild Joburg, I'm intending to go there. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've, I've done I've I've done I've done the one last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've I've done I've done Wild Jobek um, last year at, at, at Taba. So yeah, I'm looking one. We we have Wild Jobek on the 12th of June this yeah. year, um, and a weekend before that, I'm doing Platinum Trail in uh, uh, Northwest. So on the sixth, I'm doing Platinum Trail in Northwest. Okay, yeah, I saw that also being advertised. Yeah. I, think, I think I'll also go to Wild Jobek. I just yeah, don't know yeah. what distance my coach is going to make me do. <laughs> I'll probably yeah, want yeah. to do a 10 and then he'll say, you, you should do a 20. <laughs> you know what? I, I like your coach. 
<laughs> I must have a chat with I must have a chat with him and tell him, you know, I, I think I mean you 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 definitely can do, eh? I mean you're ready for that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's 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 a good day out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and just be there to you know to enjoy, and and not be pressured by anything. Um, and 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 once you start enjoying it, I mean everything else falls into place. You know, even if even if you fall, you're like Ash, I fall, but I love this. <laughs> <laughs> As you run and do things like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Hey, yeah. uh, uh, okay. So what are your racing or adventure plans for the rest of the year? So I know you said tentatively you might do Durban and then you yep. said Boston and New York. New York. Okay. Yes. Wow. So okay. Uh, yeah. So so the, the plans for the year, um, what's what's currently sitting on my running calendar now. This coming weekend, I'm doing Oxpeka in the Drangens Bank, a two-day trail run. And then, and then on the 6th of Jan, I'm doing the Platinum one. Well, sorry, 6th of June. Sorry, 6th of June, I'm doing uh, the Platinum in Rustenberg. And then on the 12th, then I'm doing um, Waljobek. Uh, 26th of June is the backyard in, in KZN. Then, and then from the 9th to the 19th of July, um, there's a there's gonna be a run from Alice in the Eastern Cape to, to Kunu. It's called the Icon Challenge. Yeah, the Icon Challenge is aimed at raising funds to buy school uniform for the kids. That's a big one. Um, um, can we support this anyway? Is there like a website? Yes, 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 there is. There is um, on, uh, on Becky Buddy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to send you the, the, the link, but okay. it's www.beckybody.com slash iconic challenge. So, so that's, that's, that's one that will be my f- main focus um, between now and the end of July. And then, and then after that, 19th of July, my focus will be training for Boston, Boston Marathon in, in US, will take place on the 11th of October. Okay. And, and then after that, it will be New York Marathon, which will be on the 7th of November. So, um, I mean, Boston, yeah, I'm gonna try and train for good times in Boston. Uh, it's going to be my second time in the U.S. I was there in 2019, uh, and I ran Chicago time of two hours, 50 minutes. Okay. And, and I hope that, um, yeah, I'll do another sub three, both in Boston and New York. So those, yeah, those, so those are the plans for the remainder of the year. I'm hoping that it's going to be, you know, it's, it is it is going to be, be busy, but at least, you know, I, after the iconic challenge in, in July, then I'll have a bit of a break to concentrate on my training for, for Boston and New York Marathon. It's it's quite exciting because we had a bit of a rough year last year. So it's nice that we are able to start racing again. Correct. Yes, yes, no, no, it is it is it is it is very, really, very really nice. I had registered for Cape Town Marathon, but then 
when uh, when the Boston Marathon opened their entries, then I submitted my my entry for Boston using my Chicago time, and I got an entry for that. So now I have to let go of Cape Town Marathon and, and go to Boston. Yeah. yeah, that is. I think that's an easy choice to make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I love the Cape Town Marathon. It's a it's a nice one, but. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. And then, so the general podcast questions, what is the craziest thing you've experienced as a runner or something that only runners would understand? Wow. Sure. I think one of the craziest thing that I've experienced as a runner is, is feeling pains where you never thought you would, you know, I mean, the first, time that I felt my glutes would hurt is when I ran. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because we, we so, grew up all our lives not knowing. <laughs> Before that, I never knew that I must train my glute muscles. Like, they they there for me to sit. Yeah. <laughs> but nothing to do with running. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, those are like the most craziest thing and the funniest things I've ever heard. Yeah, it's one of them. And and I think another one is, especially when we are tired as as runners. So so normally, when you when you run, you you have a plan in terms of when you're gonna eat and what you're gonna eat and what you're gonna drink and when you're gonna drink, right? And and when you're so tired, or rather, when I'm so tired getting to those water points towards the end. And people will ask me, so Wandy, what do you do like? Yeah. And I say, whatever you have. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. give me whatever you have right now. I, it's no longer about what I plan to eat, anything. I just want anything that I have. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, those are one of the things that I think that I've yeah, experienced as a runner. And what about your favorite race or one that you would highly recommend everyone to do? Wow. Oh, sure. Hmm. Gee. So my favorite one locally, um, I, I, I enjoy Cape Town Marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think because I, I love coastal races. Um, I enjoy Cape Town Marathon. Um, but also another one, when you you know, when you come back to running is a Mandela Marathon. I think it's because of its, of its importance. Yeah. Also because of it's, it's, it's along, relatively along the coast, but it's very, very tough. It's very, very tough. I mean, the, the winning times there, they really, really, uh, they, they, they're not like the normal marathon. So it's one of those, I mean, those two, I think I would highly recommend. Um, Mandela Marathon is in Durban, hey? Because Durban, Marisbeck, yes, yes. Okay. Marisbeck, yes, yes. Okay. So yeah, it goes up to the heritage site. It started off um, in Peter Marisbeck and up to the heritage site. Okay. And then internationally. Oh, so internationally, wow. <laughs> You're spoiled for choice. No, no, no. Actually, yes. Chicago Marathon. So, 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 so I love. I love Chicago. Uh, I've done Toronto Marathon as well. Um, in fact, I've done Toronto Marathon twa- three times. Yeah. Toronto is one of the best cities. 
um, that have been at. So I'd, I'd highly, I found um, even um, the people in Toronto, they very, very welcoming. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm torn between Toronto and Chicago Marathon. And Paris, uh, what about Paris? And in, in Paris as well, Paris, so, so, so if you were to look um, more in the America side, Toronto and in Chicago, mm-hmm. and Europe, definitely Paris and Frankfurt. Paris, Paris is, is very, very beautiful. And also one of the experiences with, with, the, with Paris is the fact that it's not just on tar. I, I like um, what is what's cobblestones. Mm-hmm. There's where you just run run on that, which is which is just different on on running on tar. So so yeah, it's, and, and it's beautiful. It's it's one of the beautiful oases as well. Yeah, I can just imagine. What about a book recommendation? So any book, it doesn't have to be running re- related. Any book that you would recommend? I mean, there's there's a couple of books I'm I'm, I'm currently reading now. Um, I'm reading. It's called Fasting for breakthrough and deliverance for me for me running is not just uh running it it it, it, it does become a spiritual journey and amongst other things you know when when i run i mean while while it is full of people you know, and you meet different people there's times whereby you run alone and for me that is those are the times where i spend time with god for strength and stuff so a friend of mine got me this book, Fasting for Breakthrough and Deliverance. Um, and, and it's basically literally about, about prayer and different types of prayer. And, and I found that it is very important, um, especially these times that we're currently at right now, there is so much that people are going through, you know, um, on personally, you know, uh, I've got, a uh, friend they've lost their loved ones due to COVID. You know, I've lost family members due to COVID, and uh, some. And in, in most cases, we don't have answers. Eh? We just and 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 for comfort and and um, you know finding that peace and dealing with that, it does require one to be more than just physical. That's what basically um, what I'm going through right now. I'm just going and and, and reading in this book, and it's been it's, it's been it's been amazing. Um, who's um, the author? Um, the author is John uh, Eckhart. So oh, it's okay. E C K H A R D T. So yeah, that's that's a book that I'm currently reading now. And I, yeah, I would recommend you know for people. You know, um, it's one of the things that, I mean, it's got different subsections. You can choose, you know, what part you want to read. It's not necessarily continuous. It is very specific in terms of the chapters that are in the book, you know. And what about a movie or a TV series? Uh, So it doesn't have to be running related. No, no, no. It's it's not going to be running related. Okay. So, So I like... With movies, I, I, I like movies that are true stories and action, of course. 
yeah, action. Action doesn't want you to think, just want you to watch and see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but but in, in terms of movies, um, there's a movie by uh, Denzel Washington that I watched years back when I was um, in 2000, it came out in 2002. It's called uh, John Q. So um, it's, it's basically about a dad who had a relationship with his son and his son, um, you know, he always wanted to be a bodybuilder, um, but then he had a heart attack um, and they couldn't find someone who could be a donor. And just what he, you know, the dad, which is John Q, what he went through um, to make sure that his son gets the attention, you know, uh, yeah. Like, well, it sounds like a good one. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I'm going yeah. to cry if I watch it. So. <laughs> you must. I did. I, I, I cried. Yeah, I cried. I still do. And yeah, you know, when, you know, when, when, when dad and, and, and I think for me, it was close to my upbringing as well, because of what my dad or my parents actually did um, and they went through to make sure that we we live and we survive yeah. you know so so I had I had a quite close relationship with the movie as far as that is concerned but join Q is one of the best movies mm-hmm. that I've watched um, and also the the second one is coach Carter it's about sport and, oh, yes I've that, watched that one yeah um, and and coach Carter because in 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 my in my running, um, you can be a sport person, but also you must make sure that you do have other things, be it education, um, that you need to focus on. You know, because to be honest, running is very very limited. You know, over a certain age, you cannot compete. You know, you cannot run as fast as young ones and all of that. But then how do you survive after that? How do you make sure that you survive and sustain yourself in your life for that matter? Yeah. Uh, and and also, I, 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 I like the strictness of the character, uh, Coach Carter. I mean, there's a point whereby the boys were playing so well and so good, but then we're, the grades were not great. So the grades were like dismal. And yeah. he said, you know what? I am closing the court. Go and fix your books. And then you're going to play again, you know? And, and we need that balance, you know? We need that balance. Um, it can be one or the other. We, we need that balance. And if, if there is one thing that I would like to see, um, which is very rare, actually, amongst the athletes, is that balance between having a... It's difficult though to have a job, a full-time job, and a full-time if being a full-time runner as well. It's difficult. Yeah. However, you must have something that you can fall back on. Should running doesn't go as you know as as what you have liked. I mean, you, you get injuries and you are off for the whole year. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you know? I think yeah, especially with COVID, I think a lot of people actually 
felt the pinch. Yeah. And also, you know, and 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 the thing is, so so for me, here's one of my you know my sentiments as far as that is concerned is that sometimes if you go and look out for sponsorships and ambassadorships, you need to present the results, right? Mm-hmm. But you, you haven't been running, so you don't have much results. Okay, that's number one. So the results that we have are the results that we that I had in 2019. Okay, use to try and get sponsors with, right? However, I need to make sure that I am still at that level, but I don't know, you know? Um, and then there's fewer races. So there isn't much justification. And also for the sponsors to say, return on investment, you know? Because if, for example, I'm, I'm running on ASICs, right? They mm. need exposure, right? But they won't get, exposure because there are no races. So why should they invest in me, for example? You know what I mean? All the things that, yeah, you asked me about the move. Uh, you know, I told you, you know, don't <laughs> might end up going far and far and far. <laughs> it's but, fine because we started speaking about Coach <laughs> Carter and we spoke about it's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so for me, amongst other things, I mean, one of my, one of my passions, one of my passions is to see people developing, uh, not just in running, but also in their career aspirations as well. You know, also helping the NGOs to raise funds and do differences in their communities. It's it's very very important, especially in our country here. We, we need as many community initiatives as possible. And it keeps people out of trouble, to be honest, if they have sport or things like that. It's very, very helpful. Yeah. So, uh, Wandy, where can we find you on social media if we want to follow you? Okay, so um, on Instagram, mm-hmm. underscore one D. Okay, so the mm-hmm. number and then D for Delta. Okay. So coach Coach One D. So it's Coach underscore One D. Uh huh. Um, on 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 Instagram, and then I'm on Facebook. I'm I'm there as Wandi Silenongodwane, my full name and surname. Mm-hmm. Um, on Twitter, I've been actually Twitter for a while. Um, it's M A number One D. So it's M A One D. Yeah. So. Yeah, those, those are mine. So Instagram, coach underscore one D, mm-hmm. Twitter, A one D, um, and then Facebook, one D still and good runner. Wandy, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast. Um, I would just like to say, so I, I just see things on socials, but um, I just would like to say thank you for what you do for the community because I see you sometimes are there encouraging people to run, leading runs and doing things like that. I think it's a very good thing that you do. But <laughs> thanks again yeah. for coming on the podcast. Once again, thanks so much, Linda, um, for, for hosting me. I really appreciate it. And I'm truly honored and humbled to be part of the people that, you know, you host and you hosted on your on your podcast. You are doing amazing things, and I'm looking forward to see more other people and listening to them. I've been listening to the others that you 
um, interviewed as well. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, let's, let's let's keep moving. Uh, let's be active, you know, and 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 one thing that is very important that I would like to leave with is that let's take care of our mental health um, in these days. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Wandi. All right. Thanks. Have a great one. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great week full of running adventures. Till next time. Cheers. Cheers.